Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. All right, Mango, so I know we both spent some time in San Francisco over the years, but did you know there's somewhere between 30 and 60 ships buried under the city there? Wait, what? Yeah, it's true. And this this goes back to the 1800s. And prospectors were in such a hurry to find fortune in San Francisco that they would abandon their vessels right there in the harbor. You know, so part of the town was just built on top of any ships and debris that got abandoned in that shallow water there. I mean, I mean, that just sounds lazy or like careless or something. <laughs> I know. But, you know, historians looking at old photos apparently said it looked like a forest of masts. And some ships got run aground to be used as bars or hotels. But what's even weirder than that, according to the National Geographic, if you sunk a ship, you could actually claim the land under it. Hmm. So a bunch of the ships got sunk deliberately. In fact, today, according to the San Francisco MTA, if you've ever taken the Muni train to the Embarcadero station, you've actually passed through a ship's hull without knowing it. And that's the first of today's nine things, all about the weirdest stuff intentionally buried by people. Welcome to Part-Time Genius. I'm Will Pearson, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mangesh Hatikater. And behind the soundproof glass, assembling an Ikea smorgasbord, is our producer, Tristan <laughs> McNeil. Good job, Tristan. And we've got our wonderful research extraordinaire, Gabe Luzier, joining us as well. So, Mango, how do we decide on this week's Nine Things topic? Well, you know, you and I were brainstorming, or we were about to brainstorm topics, when this Twitter user, Jason STE, wrote in with a request. And of course, you know, we love requests and listener suggestions. And Jason had a great one. He asked if we could do a list of the weirdest things intentionally buried by people, which, of course, made us smile. Yeah, it's a great idea. All right. So we took him up on the challenge and and I started with the ships of San Francisco. So, Gabe, how are you today? 
I'm doing well. All right. Well, we're going to put you on the spot and let you go. Uh, let you go next. Okay. Cool. I can do that. Uh, actually, I want to start with the problem of beached whales. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so sometimes, as you might expect, when a dead whale shows up on shore, you can kind of just let nature take its course. But the problem is, you know, that causes a big smell, and it can take months or even years for the whale to fully decompose. So another option is to cut it up and take the pieces to a landfill, but oh. you know that's that's some grisly yeah that's some grisly work and and again the stench. Uh, so a third option is to make the same mistake the Oregon Highway Division did in 1970, and that's to use dynamite and you know blow up a beach whale. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, this is possibly the worst idea and definitely not recommended. But the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, which has been tasked with taking care of all stranded marine mammals since 1992, they sometimes recommend simply burying the whale. And what's crazy about that is the effort it takes to bury an 80,000-pound creature. (laughs) Uh, According to Wired, you need a hole that's at least two stories deep. And that's because you need to cover the whale in a minimum of 10 feet of sand. It's a lot of work, but it actually happens with some frequency off the California coast. That's crazy. Well, uh, you know, since you started with uh, dead bodies, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the Pringles inventor, Frederick Bauer, who I I remember was cremated and buried in a uh, Pringles can. (laughs) But when I actually looked him up, I found out he wasn't actually the only snack inventor who wanted a tasty tribute in his afterlife. So the Doritos inventor, Arch West, was uh, buried in an urn that was dusted in a layer of Doritos. No way. Yeah. (laughs) And just in case you're wondering, while he didn't seem to mind the Blazing Buffalo or Pizza Supreme or even the third-degree burn scorching habanero flavors. <laughs> According to a Washington Post article, he took one bite of the late-night all-nighter cheeseburger Doritos and had to spit him out. <laughs> oh, I actually saw that Washington Post eulogy, and I like the way it ended. I think it said, ashes to ashes, crunch to crunch. So, <laughs> all right, so we've got ships, whales, and two snack food geniuses. How about we tackle something a little more, I don't know, conniving? So... Let's think about things that were buried out of spite or, I don't know, less than pure intentions. Mango, you got one? Yeah, I actually do. So I I don't know if you remember this, but in 2008, the New York Yankees management presided over an excavation ceremony where they dug up a David Ortiz Red Sox jersey. (laughs) Apparently, this construction worker from the Bronx secretly buried it under two and a half feet of concrete, all in the hopes that it would lead to a new Yankees curse. And how would the Yankees find out about this? Well, apparently two of his fellow workers ratted him out. But uh, the Yankees organization cleaned up the shirt and sent it to Boston with a T-shirt of their own. And and the jersey and the shirt were actually auctioned for charity. Oh, well, at least it has a, a happy ending. Mm-hmm. So, All right, Gabe, what do you have? All right, well, well, this is just kind of funny to me. But in 1978, some kids were playing in the mud in the backyard of a house in L.A. And they were kind of, you know, digging around uh, when they uncovered something shiny. So they kept digging and eventually called the cops because it turned out they had found a Ferrari. Oh, my God. They must have been so psyched about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were initially. The, the car only had 500 miles on it, and it was worth about 20K at the time. But sadly, the kids didn't get to keep it. And <laughs> I don't even think they got a finder's fee. The whole thing was apparently an insurance scam, and the guy would have got away with it. But, you know, these pesky meddling kids right. as usual. <laughs> So the car was ultimately sent back to the insurance company who had, you know, already paid out good money for it to the owner. Uh, don't worry, though. The car had a happy afterlife. This, uh, it was auctioned off to a guy named Brad Howard, and he ended up having the car registered with a license plate that said, dug up. Of course. <laughs> 
All right, so this one isn't exactly duplicitous. It's more that the game was buried out of shame, but I, I kind of like it anyway. And that's Atari's Notorious E.T. game. And I think we've talked about this one before. I'm sure you both know the game is considered the worst video game of all time. I think it was rushed to market in something like 30 or 34 days or something <laughs> like that. And, you know, the idea was that you wandered aimlessly trying to find three pieces of a phone in the hopes that E.T. can phone home. It's that stupid. <laughs> That's just such a bad idea for a game. Right, right. Well, on top of the terrible plot, it was really buggy, too. And it was it was such an embarrassment that Atari paid New Mexico to hide the 800,000 copies it couldn't sell into a landfill. But then the company kept denying the whole thing. So the whole thing was kind of this urban legend until 2014 when the games were excavated. I mean, that's a great story, but how does that kind of thing work? Like, if you're excavating for one thing in particular, how do you know when you're closed? Well, that's the weird part about the story is the reports on what they were finding is they actually started hitting artifacts from that era, like Donnie and Marie Osmond posters. And there were even other games like Mrs. Pac-Man and Pele's Soccer but about a foot before they got to the actual treasure trove, they found a local newspaper with a 1983 headline about this dumping. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's like the best foreshadowing. Yeah, well, all right. Well, you guys, it's time to uh, to up your game to try to match that. So it's the final round of nine things. Mango, what do you have for your last fact? Uh, so, so you know I can't follow rules, so I, I'm actually going to talk about an invention that I thought was awesome. And uh, did you know that Verizon developed a special knife to cut into the ground? I didn't. It's for uh, laying their fiber optics, but according to the New York Times, the company uses like pressurized air to slice into the earth. And one description I saw the uh, the slicing ability was compared to like cutting butter with a hot knife. But what's amazing is that it's also a smart device. So while it cuts clean through the ground, it actually doesn't cut pipes or gas lines or even your sprinkler hose. Oh wow, that's actually pretty cool. All right, you broke the rules, but I still like it. So Gabe, your turn. Well, I was trying to figure out the most valuable thing that was buried and. I came up with two contenders. Of course, another rule breaker here. All right, well, go ahead. Give them to us. All right, so the first is a time capsule that was placed in the ground in Amarillo, Texas. According to the book Oddball, Texas, the capsule was put in the ground in 1968 to honor the 100th anniversary of helium. And uh, there are four capsules there intended to be opened on various anniversaries. And the whole thing's shaped like a helium atom. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's some of your typical time capsule fare from the era included, like, Kent cigarettes or popular Hollywood movies. But the greatest thing might be a $10 savings account passbook that's supposed to be turned over to the U.S. Treasury when the capsule's opened in 2968. <laughs> it's earning 4% interest at the moment, which, you know, is estimated to be worth a cool $10 quadrillion by the time. <laughs> which should be just enough to solve any budget crisis. Wow. I, I like that. So uh, what's your other fact? All right, well, this is a different type of valuable, but in 2012, Russian scientists found a seed that they assumed was buried by an ice age squirrel. And how would they know that? <laughs> well, it was buried about 38 meters below the permafrost, according to National Geographic, which dates it to about 32,000 years ago. But that's not the weirdest part either. The seed has been encased in ice and frost and whatever, so it was a little bit damaged. But the scientists were still able to extract tissues and replant them in vials. And through this process, they managed to bring the flowering Siberian plant back to life. Oh, wow. That is incredible. So 
but my fact is that there's a steam train buried under New York City. <laughs> I feel like all your facts have to do with giant transportation hiding under cities. I know. That's my thing, Mango. So, but <laughs> apparently in 1886, there was an underground steam train line that was corrupt. So the city just bricked it off and kept it underground. And over the years, the tunnel got used for bootlegging and smuggling and growing mushrooms, apparently, but <laughs> no one's been able to find the giant steam engine. It's just a giant transportation treasure waiting to be found. I love that. Well, I mean, I, I think uh, a Geraldo special could uncover it for us. It's going to be great. Uh, um, I do think the fact that Gabe somehow uncovered both a futuristic answer to our budgetary woes and hope for life existing in another 38,000 years. I, I think that's all amazing, and so I, I think he deserves this one. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe we put an asterisk by his name in the record books for that extra fact in there. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm fine with that. We'll, we'll let history be the judge of me. All right. Well, that's it for today's Nine Things. Thanks for listening to Part-Time Genius. We'll be back with a regular episode tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. Part-Time Genius is a production of How Stuff Works and wouldn't be possible without several brilliant people who do the important things we couldn't even begin to understand. Tristan McNeil does the editing thing. Noel Brown made the theme song and does the mixy-mixy sound thing. <laughs> Jerry Rowland does the exec producer thing. Gabe Luzier is our lead researcher with support from the research army, including Austin Thompson, Nolan Brown, and Lucas Adams. And Eve Jeffcoat gets the show to your ears. Good job, Eves. If you like what you heard, we hope you'll subscribe. And if you really, really like what you've heard, maybe you could leave a good review for us. Did we, did we forget Jason? Jason who? has done it again this month only get ready for an offer you can't resist buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at two thousand dollars that's right a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once so hurry into diamonds direct your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long details at diamondsdirect.com your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.